This is the Truth Network. Hidden treasures of the Song of Songs, which is Solomon's. First, I hope you're okay. I feel bad that we didn't do an episode the last two days. But honestly, God had me (laughs) digesting this next verse in so many different ways where clear, it's clear to me now he actually wants me to do three episodes on this next verse, which is the 10th verse. Again, I've been digesting, 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 and this is so cool. I think you'll be glad that we waited um, because we don't want to miss out on any little tidbit that God wants to share with us in this amazing passage that we have here before us, which we're in the third chapter of the Song of Songs, and we are in the 10th verse, or in the Hebrew letter Yud is meaning of 10, and, and I think you'll see how that <laughs> Yud, he is definitely making something for us in, in this particular verse. And so this verse reads in English, he made the pillars thereof, and we're talking about Jesus's bed or Solomon's bed, right? And the last episode we talked about that I did, the last episode we talked about the wood, and that wood being the, the, the tet verse, which would be goodness, and then we get into all the other th- components of this sedan chair that he's making, which is spectacular. And the reason why I'm going to do three verses is the three co- other components that I really want to spend some time on here. And so, to, again, to read it in English, he made the pillars thereof of silver. These are the pillars of this t- sedan chair. The bottom thereof of gold, the covering of it of purple, and the midst thereof being paved with love for the daughters of Jerusalem. And so, oh my goodness, you know, you've got <laughs> lots of elements there and lots of building materials. And so, you know, today I just want to focus on these pillars because uh, they stand on their own <laughs> in so many different ways because this idea of pillars is just spectacular. Um, you know, in Revelations 3, when Jesus is speaking to the church in Philadelphia, he tells us, that if we are overcomers, that he is going to make us pillars in the temple of his God. This is Jesus who's saying this, right? And so, you know, clearly that this is the idea here. And when you think of the word pillar in Hebrew and you look closely at it, you'll see that the root of the word means to stand, right? And when you think about what we've been talking about, the spiritual warfare and these 60 bodyguard of the Lord you know, this idea of standing becomes very big, as you know, you know, in Ephesians 6, where he says, now that you've done all to stand, stand firm thereof, putting on the full armor, right? And so here we are, and he's making these pillars of silver, which is spectacular, spectacular, as I've really dug into that, and I actually spent a lot of the time in the last two days digging into these metals and thinking about it and actually reaching out to some other resources to try to get as good a grip as I possibly could. So as we look at this idea of these silver pillars, obviously in the allegory that Rashi would speak of, um, that these are the pillars that were in the tabernacle. Um, They are, you know, holding up the curtains, which we're going to see they hold up the curtains of the sedan bed in this in this bed of Solomon, which when you think about it is the heart. And so these these pillars, when you think about it, um, are critical to being able to hold up all the other materials. So 
(laughs) The fact that he's making uh, those overcomers into pillars is spectacular all of itself. But then when you really look into the word silver, um, in Hebrew, when you look at it letter for letter, I think it's extremely, really cool. So the first letter in the word silver in Hebrew is the Hebrew letter huf, and, and that often means a very, very, very strong desire, and it also means a crown. And so, as we've talked about before in the 119th Psalm, that this letter hoof has to do with the crown of desire when we really, really want to see God, our desire is actually above our intellect. In other words, if you really, really want to learn how to play the piano, that desire will drive your mind in order to teach you how to play the piano. Or in this case, if your desire is to be with God, to see God, you know, if to seek God, then obviously that is the letter hoof, all right? And the second letter is asamic, which is this phenomenal power of the wedding ring. Um, of being united, that, that that you might remember, and I'll never forget, obviously, that, that in the psalmic verses, that the last one is, our flesh trembleth for fear of thee, for we're afraid of thy judgments. In other words, this is extremely powerful force, and it is a circle which has to do with this idea of Gilgal or rolling away our reproach and contempt. It's like stuff that only God can do, Okay. <laughs> And so it's a very supernatural power. So here you've got this desire connected to this very, very strong power. And then the last letter is the letter pay, which is a final pay, which has to do with your face, or in this case, the presence of God. And so when you think about this very, very, very strong desire to be in the presence of God, that that literally as, as you're looking at this metal, silver reflects Jesus, okay? <laughs> and so this desire to see his face, this unbelievable desire that is powered by God to see his face is what silver is. And, and interestingly, the word silver in Hebrew is, is, is identical to money. And so they, since they dealt in money and silver was money, so th- the same kind of desire that you may have for money you're supposed to have actually, to see the face of Jesus. Well, if you think now of these posts that are standing, right, and they look, because they're silver, they reflect Jesus, right? And so the idea of, man, he is making you, he is making us into a pillar in the temple of his God, and you reflect him. That's what the silver is about. And so as you look at that in your own mind's eye of here we are protecting the bed or we're standing, you know, holding up the other items that we're going to get to as we, we talk about more of what's in this Yud, um, the, the unbelievable Yud verse, the 10th verse of the third chapter of these materials that make up Jesus's bed, which again is the place where he rests, where we rest with him, you know, in the place of fruit. And so, you know, he said in the very first chapter, right, his bed is green, meaning that it's, it's very fruitful. And so it's beyond cool to me, these references back into Revelation and thinking about these pillars that that God's going to make us into one. It says actually he's going to put his name on that pillar uh, if you read it in Revelations 3. But that name is obviously going to have to do with your reflection of him or your glory, as it were. 
And so to me, that's absolutely spectacular. And when you look at that, um, you know, when did you see a pillar stand and just reflect Jesus? And I was thinking about my friend Andy Bowersock, who has a ministry to pastors. Um, it's called Energize Ministries. I've had him on my shows many times, and you can just, you know, go to Energize Ministries on Facebook or Energize Ministries in the web to find out more about it. But <clears throat> essentially, Andy is one of these people that he is always guided by the Spirit of God, and he, he's really gifted in so many different ways. But one of the ways I love his gifting is he's really good at hearing God and really good at obeying God. So a few years ago, he had was raising money for pastors. He's raising money to minister to them in so many different ways. He does retreats for them and all sorts of different cool things that he does with pastors, including cruises I've been on with him and all sorts of neat things. But anyway, he was doing a benefit concert, and because of the connections he has, which are phenomenal, he got Matt Marr, you know, (laughs) Lord, I need thee, oh, I need thee. You know, he had Matt Marr do a concert for him, a benefit concert. Like, oh my goodness, he got Matt Marr to do a benefit concert for him, and he did it at his church there in High Point, North Carolina. And you can imagine the power and what it would be, and he was going to not have people pay to come to this concert with Matt Marr, but just simply to do a love offering while they're at this concert with Matt Marr for Energized Ministry. And he actually had me as the MC of that particular event, so I was really involved in it, and I got a chance to see um, a pillar. I got to see a reflection of Jesus, right? <laughs> because the day of the event, I, like we're, we're getting ready to do this, and he, he calls me and he says, Robbie, I need to talk to you. I want to tell you that, that I have decided, or God put it on my heart, that there's this pastor. He's, he's in this biker church, and he recently got in a bad accident, and he got this traumatic brain injury, and he's in, a, he's in the hospital, and they're trying to teach him how to to talk again and give him back his memory. And so his family is really in a hurt financial, financially. And so I think I'm just going to donate all the proceeds of the Matt Marr concert to this pastor. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> like, man, you've worked so hard and your ministry needs all this. Da, 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 da. But that's God had put it on his heart. And that's exactly what Andy did that night. And, and again, the, the concert was glorious, and obviously the offering, as I recall, it may have been in the neighborhood of $20,000. I don't, it, it, it was a lot of money, okay? I'm just saying it was a lot of money. A, a, and he gifts it to this one pastor who was in desperate need. But more than that, I just sense that this is what, this is what the Lord put on Andy's heart. Andy has a heart for pastors. And then you see that and see... He stood there reflecting Jesus for anybody who knew the situation, right? And, 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 and it was a pillar, right? He's holding up the cover of Jesus for this pastor. And, and, and as we get into more of what's in this verse, and we do further chapters, to me, that this whole idea of when we stand, uh, we stand reflecting Christ, and we literally are pillars for his bed, where he is going to be fruitful, where he is going to be a place of rest for somebody. And we're going to get more into that with these different elements that are, we're going to talk about <laughs> in upcoming chapters. So uh, thank you for listening and thank you for your patience with me as I too am trying to discern, God, where are we going with this? <laughs> Thanks for listening.